And in the red corner, we have fighting out of Mass, South Dakota. We have the T. And fighting of Boo, boo. And fighting. I know. I was booing myself. I hate myself. Oh. <laughs> and fighting out of the C corner, we have Cody fighting out of Rehite, South Dakota. <sighs> the crowd loves the C. They hate the T. Time to spill the tea. All right, round one. They fight and they meet in the middle. They hit each other. Oh, they have formed a powerful duo called T and C, the premix. Episode 43, folks. Let's get it on. Episode 43 brought to you by our good friends at waterfrontindustries.com. <clears throat> and I have prepared a jingle for Waterfront Industries. To the tune of A Whole New World by Disney's Aladdin. Don't sue us, Disney. Don't sue us, Disney. Waterfront Industries, they sell skis. Move your brothers forward, backwards, and sideways like it's on a magic carpet ride. A whole new world. A whole new world. Know exactly what to do. And get yourself some Then you have a very easy Bowl of movie experience for yourself Yourself I just yeah. wept <laughs> It was beautiful <laughs> Oh boy We what's, might, what's, might have lost a sponsor yeah. there but yeah. okay. Once again Disney you can't sue us Because that's under parody law <laughs> We are entire parody yeah. um, but yeah, uh, Waterfront Industries, they have the lift ski to help uh, make your boat lift moving experience very easy. Um, we've mentioned it before, but they, they allow the boat lift to slide uh, somewhat seamlessly across any landscaping, any surface. Um, it's, they're really cool. It's a, it's a really cool design. And you know they work because the guys that, that move a, a bunch of boat lifts use them. So um if you are interested in getting some more information or you're ready to buy a set of your own, you can uh, give Jim and the team a call at 605-270-9426 or you can email them at info at waterfrontindustries.com or head over to the webpage, waterfrontindustries.com. Let's start the show.
uh, Arbor Day? Nope, that's not a real holiday. It's football Sunday. We made it. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that. like we're, we're going to have a whole day celebrating trees. <laughs> trees don't even do anything. Make some Wi Fi if you want people to like you. <laughs> Suck at trees. <laughs> we'll take a firm TNC, a firm stance on trees. <laughs> I was going say, well, what people don't know is we're actually sponsored by the fracking industry. <laughs> we're, we, <laughs> we support big coal fracking all things that are good for the environment let me just scratch deciduous <laughs> versus coniferous debate off my list <laughs> yeah. what uh what do you want to talk about certainly not trees borophil oh. more live borophil oh man Man, I didn't know we were going to get here. And to be honest, like the the Kansas City-Houston game, it was was just enough to carry us through. But it was just – I mean, it did did feel good because we got Bill O'Brien just Bill O'Brien-ing all over the place. Just – and Andy Reid just in a sweat sock of a a face shield. (laughs) Like, he's got – like a side grinder face shield in front of him. <laughs> it starts to rain and like it's like it's like an ecosystem imbalance between oh, yeah. like the humidity outside but definitely the humidity that was created by Andy Reid was far more moist just, than any just, environment on earth. You if you look at Andy Reid, you could tell he has damp breath. That just that just smells like A1 steak sauce at all times. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely. What did I? I can't remember. I can't, I can't remember if we were the ones that were talking about what it probably smelled like inside that mask, but definitely like corn nuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I can't. I when you said corn nuts, I got the distinct smell of corn nuts. Like I get just like oh. Have you ever like uh, been around like somebody that has like an old mustache, like a mustache that's mm, been there for a long time, and it starts mm-hmm. to get like discolored a little bit, kind of like. It, kind of like andy's does yeah and you just know that that mustache has a smell it smells it smells a little bit uh i will i will say that my mustache does do a little discoloring right around the lip but i think that's because it just my mustache is so blonde that like it's like copper at the top and then it just moves down into blonde it's just a real white trash mustache but uh mine does not smell <laughs> a little yeah. bit of beard dandruff I just usually put a little bit of uh, a little bit of shampoozles in there. Don't use a whole lot of shampoozles on the on the dome. So <laughs> I, uh, the shampoos can use it for here. The shampoo I use is like some. Uh, my hair is too far gone, but it's uh, it's some hair regrowth shampoo, like biotin and caffeine. Bi- yeah, like biotin, something like that. No, I've, I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, so what? Uh, why would I even know what that is with my luscious locks of hair? But I also. So I use it on the head, but then I bring it down and, you know, throw it in the beard. And I think it's working wonders for my beard. <laughs> it is doing terrible on the top of my head. It's fighting a losing battle. It was, it was outnumbered one to a thousand up there and it got rolled. Like, I do think that like some of those things, like some, some of those things help, um, like help your hair be like thicker and stronger, but it's like, 
the things that I'm trying to do now, I should have been doing like five years ago. When I was 16 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like some people, this is not going to be very relatable because you guys all have like nice heads of hair and fuck you. Yeah. I was saying, I hate all of our handsome listeners. Uh, like when I watched Peaky Blinders for the first time and realized that I couldn't do that haircut, it broke me a little bit. This, this is a great, uh, so for the folks not in the know, uh, your boy had to sit out, had to quarantine for a couple days because oh, there yeah. was a there was a little bit of a coronavirus scare, and uh, I got tested. I'm negative. I've got my papers, but uh, I was gone. I was gone for a couple days, and I came back, and the young guy at work cut his hair into a Peaky Blinders haircut, and I did that thing. I was I was negging him. Where like I could tell he like right when I walked in, he was like. And I just refused to, I refused to acknowledge his haircut. And after like an hour, after like an hour, I could tell it was driving him insane. And finally he broke down. He's like, you see my hair? And I was like, yeah, it's all right. Like in my head, I was screaming how jealous I was. Fuck that guy. He looks like, like you don't get hair- a haircut and then ask the bald guy. Like to compliment you on your hair. Yeah. I would have told, I would might've kicked that guy's ass. <laughs> I seriously, I considered it. It's not fair. Except his hair, his hair looks exactly like Arthur Shelby's from Peaky Blinders, so it's fucking, it's perfect, and I hate it, and I want him dead. And I literally write that down. <laughs> okay, treason, treason. That guy. That guy's on the list. Yeah, like he doesn't realize. After we get done recording, I'm going to shave my head and my beard. It's going to be a hurtful time for me. You should zebra an eyebrow. Dude, I, I've wanted to do that for a long time. Just, just one right here. You won't? See, <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know exactly what you're doing, and I'll I don't do, I'll, like it. I'll do it if you do. All right, I'm in. You have to do it first, though. Okay. <laughs> Dude, you know what we should have done? We should have done it yesterday when you were supposed to be dominating a fucking food challenge. Yeah, turns out that my two-year-old's birthday party was more important in the eyes of my wife. Um, (laughs) Is he going to remember his two-year-old birthday party? Probably not. Is he going to see that trophy on the wall the rest of his life? I tried to tell Lily, I was like, there's not very many things that I'm good at. But like, like gluttony, like eating and drinking <laughs> to, to excess, I am good right at that. Up, right up my alley. I was like, I gotta start. I gotta start real early in the kid's life to try to make him proud of me. <laughs> that, was a miss, build, that was a missed opportunity. I said, you gotta build up goodwill. By the time they're like twelve and they're starting to realize, they're like, everyone else's dad does woodworking and it's really cool. And you're like, I have a podcast. <laughs> Billy's dad made him a treehouse. Yes. Shut up, kid. Give me a beer. Yeah. Why don't you go and get daddy a Lone Star? It's time for the Dizzy Water Challenge. I What was it? was uh, 10 crab rangoons and uh, 10 egg rolls. Yeah. So, like, the like the initial, like, description that was online, like, was, wasn't super – it was kind of vague. But from what I gathered <clears throat> after doing a little bit uh, more research on the matter, that it was – because they i think they were trying to like play into like the social distancing thing a little bit so it was going to start at like 11 a.m and go to like 2 p.m and then they were going to do it like in rounds but they were going to time each round so like 
you could go in the first heat, but it's all in the same competition. So yeah, that's kind of what I had. Yeah, so it's like when I was reading, that's what I got. Well, you're smarter than me. Um, so there, so there's, so there's, uh, there was ten crab rangoons and ten egg rolls, and you had ten minutes, and then it's like, if you can do it in ten minutes then you would win, but then it comes down to time. So if everybody was able to do it in 10 minutes, then it's who did it the fastest. And I think you could have done it real fast. I would give her a, give her a hell of a try. I think when we were discussing it, the crab, ra- 10 ran- Ted crab ragoons sounds delicious. That's, that's a walk in the park. <laughs> that, that happens. Light work. That happens that, anytime you go to who hot. I say I've accidentally eaten 10 crab ragoons like multiple times. <laughs> like, Oh, these are good. <sighs> seven gone you guys want to split some crab rangoons <laughs> yeah. well cody ate them all so yeah. uh so ted crab rangoons boom you're powering through those i'm giving you two minutes on the crab rangoons because also i didn't know you get a hot crab rangoon that's a crispy that's a crispy bag of too hot that cream cheese is burning that's a factor but i think you would have let it cool properly Ten egg rolls? That's a brick. Yeah, that is. It's dense. That is. Those are heavy. You see pictures of their food. It looks really good. Yeah, it looks like, really the good. Food, That's the food looks good. Oh yeah, no, I had a full plan. I was going <laughs> when because you're like I need a cheering section. I was like, well, I have nothing to do, and uh, so I was going to show up in the TNC sweatshirt, the TNC hat. I was going to cheer. I was going to be obnoxious. So not that far off base for me, and gonna cause a ruckus i was gonna shout tnc out obviously hand out flyers <laughs> yeah i was gonna say have you seen this have you heard about this hand out our mixtape out of my trunk <laughs> kids come over well <laughs> no, bring your parents too that way they know it's not weird uh i was gonna use a fake name tance lolly <laughs> but uh i was really really excited i was because i looked at the food and i was like yeah, maybe I uh, sneak a make some sneak some Chinese food in there too because it looked delicious. Yeah, it looks it looks like good food. Like supposedly they had like a like a food truck or maybe they had a brick and mortar already in, in Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, that's what. The, which don't go to Mitchell very much because it's Mitchell. Yeah, <laughs> got a palace made out of a vegetable. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> yeah, say it's a corn palace. Who would even go away? <laughs> who would even live there for two years and? Go, go to, to school, school. freaking idiots <laughs> so dumb so so dumb so dumb god damn it now i want chinese food dude egg rolls are <laughs> egg rolls are good it's i like ten... like them oh see here's the thing is i'm not a huge egg roll guy really i do i like them like they're okay but i would never go out of my way to like order egg rolls see somebody brings me like a spring roll I will punch you in the face. You got to get some meat in there. <laughs> As you said, give me a little bit of grit. Give me some of that teen, that protein. Now, I have have gotten burnt on egg rolls. Like, if you, like sometimes, like, if you get some that are, like, old, like, they might have been, like, sitting in the warmer, and they're oh, like, yeah. kind of soggy, and then, like, the cabbage is a, a oh. little suspect. Like, an egg roll can be bad, but a good egg roll with some sweet and sour sauce on it, very tough to beat. That's I was going to ask you, uh, in your strategy for the eating competition, were you going to be dunking in sweet and sour sauce for the lubrication? Yeah. Uh, if the sweet and sour sauce was available, um, I would have anticipated using it uh, to, to grease the tracks. 
<laughs> smart, smart. That way, because that's flavorful too. I never got why the people in like the Coney's hot dog eating contest, maybe dunking a little mustard. Just that's lubrication. Yeah, I wonder. That's a good point. Like, I don't know if they like just if they don't like if they're not allowed to. Well, they're 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 eating eighty hot dogs in twelve minutes. They probably have a pretty good strategy. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the first one to be like maybe a little bit of mustard. I'm sure Kobayashi tried. I mean, if you have a like, if you ate sixty five hot dogs and you put mustard on every single one of them, that much mustard inside of your stomach—that's a full hot dog's worth of mustard. That's like <laughs> that's like that's like a full little French's. Like that much mustard seed in the pit of your stomach probably might just burning a hole. Yeah, I was gonna say, you might as well just start yourself. You might as well just commit to being on the toilet for 12 hours after that. Ooh, I, I think, didn't think of, I think you're already going to be, but now those 12 hours are going to be painful. Pain, pain. Ooh, I didn't think about that. God damn it. Now I want, I want crab rangoons and hot dogs. It is 10, 17 in the morning. <laughs> it does sound good. I'm not gonna, I did see some some social media pictures of uh, some crab rangoon taco. I'm not gonna lie, probably would hammer that. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I mean, they went a little above and beyond. They had like miniature crab rangoons on top of it. I'm like, skip the middleman, baby. Um, we we don't we don't ever get political on here, but like you know, we we talk about things that are relevant that are going on, but. The whole, um, like the unity, uh, the, like the moment of unity or whatever between Houston and Kansas City, like like Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes like decided to do that, like together, like go out there and stand and take the field and lock arms two, and stand together. And then very wealthy men. And <laughs> yes, and the uh, the fucking crowd in Kansas City was like booing them while they were doing that. I like yeah. I was just like why like why, why? like why? I understand I understand that you're you're impatient and you want to see football and everybody wants to see football, but like there was nothing wrong with that. Like there's no flag involved. There's no kneeling. There was no starts. There wasn't any of that going on. It was was literally just men. We're all together locking arms, like just for a moment in everything that's fucking going on in the world. And there's some fucking shit bag human beings that booed. Like, I just don't, that doesn't make any sense to me. I didn't get that either. That to me was like booing, like, before a game, like it'd be like booing parents' night at a high school football game. It's exactly. Like, Quit handing out roses to your mom, nerds. Boo. It's like that. Oh, this is football. Boo. Yeah, I want to see a high school sophomore who's playing quarterback get burnt. It's like, yeah, we get it. Uh, I, I, it was just so weird to me. I did see on uh, on the old Twitter that they had like different angles of it. And it wasn't ve- like it was a it was a very small group of people booing who were very loud. So which- that's like I I was thinking about that. Like okay, the amount of people is smaller. You know the that they're actually allowing into stadiums. Some stadiums they might not even allow any fans at all. Yeah. Um, uh, right before right before we started, uh, they were talking on Sunday NFL Countdown that Jacksonville is allowing like twenty two percent. Of like twenty, it was either twenty-two or twenty-five percent of like sixty-five thousand. I'm not going to do the math. I'm assuming that's like twelve, twenty thousand. I don't know, fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand sounds right. Well, twenty-five percent of sixty would be fifteen. So we're going to go with thirteen thousand people. Math. 
Nailed it. <laughs> what, uh, what movie? Uh, what movie was I just watching? Were they literally? Oh, uh, Fried Green Tomatoes. Uh, yes, actually, that's what it was. But they're like, oh, it was a TV show. Uh, there's a TV show called Tacoma FD that's made by the guys that do Super Troopers, like so Farva, uh, like Farva and uh, God, I can't think of his name in Super Troopers. Mac, his name is Mac. They're in it. It's fucking hilarious. I heard that. It's uh, it's very good. When I was in when I was in Q teen, when I was when I had some spare time in Q teen, I was uh, I watched it all. I watched two seasons of it. Nice. It was very it was very very funny, but they have a really dumb guy on there who's like, and he was just like, fifteen thousand dollars divided three ways. That's almost four thousand dollars, and they were like, no, it's five thousand dollars each. Three three divided or fifteen divided by three, and he's like. For between four to five thousand dollars and he just didn't get it but very underrated show i recommend it if you have hulu uh watch tacoma fd very worth it they're basically just playing super troopers except fire department firemen and it's hilarious is it like uh uh is it like a reno 911 feel or is it more like uh like more of like a show it's not like quick edits between like fake no 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 it's not not like that Reno 911 style feel um i would say it's more like a it's more sitcommy than anything they gotcha. do have but they do have like the the Reno 911 style like oh uh they went to this fire and it was person's penis stuck in a thermos that's usually how mm-hmm. they like start start the show so i can kind of get some Reno 911 feels from it a very underrated comedy, Reno 911 was. But uh, totally worth a watch. Especially, I mean, if you toss on an episode and then like you stop like halfway through, if you start the next episode, you're not missing anything. It's just a funny show. I getcha. Um, I guess our numbers talk started with like talking about like the, the, the fans in, in the stadium. But yeah, I was thinking about like – so yes, obviously having a full stadium of fans is going to be louder, but I felt I feel like like a certain amount of fans could still be decently loud because there's not as many bodies to absorb yeah, the sound. So, so it's just kind of one you know one group could echo essentially. You know, obviously uh, an entirely uh, completely full stadium is going to be louder than like loud twenty thousand fans. But the uh, yesterday watching college football. College football's back too. Shout out Notre Dame. They won. They looked like dog shit. But Notre Dame had it set up. So basically they filled the entire stadium, but like every single person was like six feet apart. So the entire stadium was filled and it was actually pretty loud on like you could hear like individual chants pretty loudly. So I was wondering if just like the space, like how they spaced them kind of played into that rather than having like 200 people crammed in like one spot. They had 200 people spread out. They were all yelling. Yeah, it was it was kind of weird. They were talking about how like uh, Notre Dame had like an actual like mathematician professor like design the seating chart for like maximum uh, maximum spatial awareness or whatever. So I was wondering if that played into it. Hmm. I also was wondering. Uh, so during the Texas and Chiefs like unity thing, so. Mahomes and Watson locked arms, or yeah, yeah, Mahomes and Watson locked arms. But then JJ Watt was on one side of uh, one side of them. Are like 
did they plan that? Or were they like, hey, get J.J. Watt up here? Like, he, <laughs> he's very, very popular. I mean, knowing J.J., he probably wanted to make sure that he was – In the mid – see, that's – which it had sent me down a spiral of like – I don't know. I always pictured NFL players in the locker room like they're not really friends. Like, I'm sure some of them are friends, but like, – I, I think that's definitely true on a lot of teams, especially yeah, like, like the bigger like um, – you know, like your your high profile players, your your big contract players, like yeah, they don't give a shit about the second string tight end. Yeah, like they're not like, hey, let's you know, because it's even like it's like a normal job. Like, yeah, like at your job, like you had do have people you gravitate more towards, but like your work friends, like you're never gonna be like, hey, man. But I would say that there are definitely some teams where there's a lot more camaraderie, like, um. Like on teams where like you might not have like a super high profile quarterback where the quarterback's like more down to earth, like more like reachable, you know, like you can actually yeah. go up and talk to like he's more approachable. I feel like yeah. some of those teams are like more tight knit. Like they don't have the actual talent, but they're good because they they work together. Yeah, and they have the camaraderie. Yeah, yeah if you're a second you know, if you're a you're a on the bubble tight end for like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you're probably not going to be like, Hey Tom Brady, you want mind throwing me some passes after practice? Shut up, nerd. He, he's gonna be like, Why are you talking to me? Get the hell away from me. <laughs> Do you eat a strawberry? Get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, I was just say, smells like tomato in here. Get out of my face. Uh, that was I that that unity thing, I just couldn't believe people were booing. Like it was just like, why? What does that I don't that's know, not man. A, that's not a political statement. Yeah. Like if at if at the end of the team unity thing, like they all got together, like fuck Donald Trump, then you could have you could have booed if you wanted to. See, it's like people like that that, like, I it's always like hard for me to understand when people say that like there's like there's such a problem in this country where like people of different races and different backgrounds can't get along because like. I don't necessarily see it like that. Cause I don't like, I don't see that in my day to day. I see, yeah. I see good people like just getting along, but then it's like, you see, and you're like, Oh, yep. There are fucking shitbag humans like that, that exist. And I understand where other people are coming from saying that there's a problem because those fucking people exist. Yeah. That's very, very true. My political stance. Yes. I'm going to give my political stance right here, folks is there's the 5% of the right that are very loud. There's the 5% of the left that are very loud. And they make the 90% of us in the middle hate both of them. It's just like, I, I, I got people cheering for Trump like he's a football team. I've got people telling me I should never call anyone, hey, guy, ever again. And I'm like, I'm not going to do either of those things. Yeah. So you know I what just, I do? I just ignore it. I just don't understand the... I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to get into it. I don't, oh, want, to, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get it's political. A, it's a fine Sunday morning, and, and we got football on today, folks. Yeah, let's, let's write this ship back into something a little bit more positive. Let's talk about Chris uh, Strievler. Strievler? Strievler. Strievler. Strievler? Cinderella story. Yeah. Um, for people that don't know, so like uh, – Chris Strievler was a quarterback and he played f- at Minnesota uh, for three years. And then he went to USD uh, in Vermilion, South Dakota. And um, I've been I believe, there. Did, 
So he went undrafted in 2018. He, he declared for the NFL draft, but he went even, undrafted. Even though he was like, like multiple people had him on their draft board. Like he was very, I think he won like the FBS, like player of the year or something like that. Yeah. 2017 MVFC offensive player of the year. I don't know what that means, but it's a stat that's in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) I say, I'm not totally sure what that means either, but it sounds good. I know I haven't won one yet. (laughs) Yeah. If you're a player of a year, in anything she's usually pretty good i guess um but yeah so like since he went undrafted in 2018 he went to the canadian football league and um he was like a cfl rushing touchdowns co-leader in 2019 and then that was the same year that they won the gray cup which is like the lombardi trophy of the cfl for anyone that doesn't know filled with maple syrup i believe oh yeah it's got the maple syrup there <laughs> oh hell hey we threw the threw the old pigskin around eh I was going to, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> There's the accent. We just had to make sure we got our accents in. Um, he definitely does look like a, uh, like Canada's Fitz, uh, Fitz magic. And at least yeah, in this, exactly. in this photo of him holding the gray cup over his head. Which in all fairness, if you put Fitz magic in the CFL, he's also coming back with all the Timmy Hortons. Um, fun fact, he's only 25 too. So, I mean, he's still, he's lived a life and he's still young, man. So. I say when I was when I was 25, I think I was routinely waking up on my friends' couches, covered in hopefully my own piss. So, <laughs> oh, oh boy, <laughs> I'm not gonna touch that one. Um, <laughs> but the reason I'm gonna bring him up is because, um, being from South Dakota, we always support anyone that's had success out of here. I think um, I think Adam Vinatieri is our governor. I think technically, yes. <laughs> Yes, he is our guy. And Chad Greenway. So maybe. And Brock Lesnar. True. So um, but yeah, so like he he was uh in the CFL, won the Grey Cup in twenty nineteen, and now he got picked up by the Arizona Cardinals for this season. So that's that's why he was on our radar. Uh he uh this is yesterday I wasn't doing anything. I was just watching I was just watching college football and I was going through Twitter and uh the the Barstool USD account, like because he's on the Cardinals, they put him in as quarterback on the Cardinals and they were just running through people. They probably had it on easy, but they like had him rushing and he was breaking like 15 tackles. They had him throwing like 80 yard touchdowns and stuff like that, like in the air. It was just kind of fun to watch because South Dakota boy, I will support it. Yeah, he like he had like uh uh what he that's uh, <laughs> that's not even a word. <laughs> I was gonna pull up some of his stats, but um well I don't know. I know CFL must be a little bit different because yeah, I think uh, they have a they have a way bigger field. And their end zone's like 20 yards long. And the, the uprights, the like field goal uprights, are in like the front of the end zone. And they can do like motion before – they can like run at the line before the snap. There's a bunch of different rules. I don't understand why Can- oh, go Canada – damn it. Why do you got to change what we already invented, Canada? Just be cool. <laughs> he, he did average 5.7 yards a carry – he had 726 rushing yards and 12 touchdowns. I mean, that's 
that stat alone is pretty good. The passing yards and the passing touchdowns, not super impressive. Uh, eight <laughs> touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Still won the fucking Grey Cup, though. So yeah, I was just saying, good enough. It. He's Oh, God. Is he going to be like fucking South Dakota Trent Dilfer? Oh, oh no. No, <laughs> no. no! Don't I'm, bring up I'm, Dilfer's name. I'm sorry I had Not to ruin today. a good thing. Not on this day. <laughs> Not on today's holy day. I yeah, hate I'm, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I think I've said oh. before, he's like a, he's like a less fat microwave Will Sasso. <laughs> Just, you got to put him in the microwave for two minutes and rotate. I'm never going to rotate it. So it comes out dumb. I hate comes out lumpy. He's the worst. Like, <laughs> Just riding a Ravens defense, and now you're somehow have some sort of credibility. And then you're running quarterback camps for Tua, yes. and fuck off, Trent Dilfer. Honestly, I if for some reason if I got thrown into a quarterback camp right now, which would be weird, <laughs> but <laughs> if if I walked in and Trent Dilfer was there, I'd be like, nope, <laughs> like, this is not was, the place for me. Yeah. Was it what fucking one of the Manning brothers not here or something? Like I gotta fucking go to Trent Dilfer? You guys mad at me? I thought you guys wanted to be a good quarterback. Yeah. I, I I don't know what the fuck my neighbor is doing. He's mowed his lawn like three fucking days in a row. It's starting to upset me. Oh, my window's open too. I hope he can hear me slandering him. Tell Taylor to go fight him. <laughs> DJ Taylor is not in the dojo. He's been gone for like six days. He might be dead. Well, fuck he's out. He's at work. He's at work from like eight in the morning to like two at night every single day, and I think he's down to sleeping like forty-five minutes a night. It can't be healthy. He's a he's a frail boy. He needs his sleep. I've just been leaving treats out for him, a lot of candy. Teas and peas. That's 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 how I know he's alive. If it's gone, and if it's gone the next morning, <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, the box in Mike and Ike's is that I left for him is gone. I'm like, he's alive. I captain's, real... captain's log. Taylor yeah. appears to be eating rations. <laughs> it's, it's basically, I'm just going to just keep feeding him candy and then one day quit and then he's going to go through withdrawals. I'm going to laugh. Like my, uh, my mom made some uh, trail mix. That's basically just like peanut M&Ms and like pretzel goldfish. It's not really trail mix. It's basically just candy. But uh, uh, she dropped off a bag when I was in QT and she, they, uh, <laughs> I, I had to get some rations and I just put it out there and I hope, I hope he's been eating it. He needs his strength. Q-team. Dude, I, I thought, I thought I was made for the quarantine life. I made it 12 hours before I was starting to go insane. Well, I'm glad he came out on the other side and uh, negative after the test. Yeah. Let me tell you guys the test. No, no bad. Is it like an influenza one where they shove it like up into your brain? Yeah. And Ooh, that's the, not good. The, the lady that hit me, I thought it was just going to be one nostril. She fucking double nostriled me. Just bow, both of them. Like she, <sighs> and I was, rad. I tried, first of all, I had to wait for three hours in my car in line to even get it done. And that wasn't fun. During, <laughs> during this time, during this time, I used that 
the three hours. I was obviously I was on my phone because I had nothing. Three else like to do. three full hours. You three had hours. Wait? Jesus Christ. And I was the last car they took that day. There was like another seventy cars behind me. Where was this at? Sioux Falls. Not fun. But uh, so when I was in line, I was like, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little hungry. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll download some fast food apps. Maybe I'll get some uh, delicious food for the way home. So I had like six fast food apps downloaded and I like made my order. <laughs> and I was like, as soon as I'm done, I'll just hit, you know, purchase, go pick up my food for a little uh, curbside drop off. That way I don't get anyone sick. And I was excited. And then they forcefully touched my brain multiple times and I just went home. <laughs> I, was just, I was like, Mm-mm, not today, Burger King. I'm just going home. I was a sad boy. Yeah, like the I I got the influenza swab once, and as like an insecure man who like you try to put a, on a, on a brave face and just act tough all the time, you you can't not like just cry when they do that. Like it just oh, makes yeah. you like instantly like your eyes water and like like I swatted at it like a dog. Like I was just like <laughs> started, like shaking shaking my head. And I was like, yeah. oh, don't do yeah. that. I literally that was for the first one I. Like, cause she did one nostril and then grabbed another one and did my other nostril. So the first one I did what you said, I tried to stay stone faced, just like, mm. so she did the first one, instant eye water. And I was like, all right. She went for that second one, jammed it back there. And I did like the involuntary, like, uh, like, <laughs> like, and I'm sure, like, I'm sure that lady had been working for like 12 hours getting these tests. I'm sure I wasn't the first. I definitely was like, well, I, she hates, she judged me. She well, judged me hard. The human body knows that something should not be that far up into your brain. Like there's like something should not be that far up into your nasal cavity, touching your fucking brain. <laughs> just literally just like, ah, ah. Just oh man, it was so bad. Yeah. So if, uh, I recommend people don't get COVID so they don't have to get tested. That's my hot take. Yeah. And if you have to get tested, tell them Tyler sent you. Also, Use the code TNC, TNC20 to make sure they really touch your brain. Yeah. That, that, I, haven't, I haven't got the COVID, but it sounds like it's very similar to the influenza swab. That is fucking <laughs> terrible. Hard pass. Uh, Do you want to talk about what? some games? Uh, hell yeah, brother. I don't know which Chuck one you had. Chuck it football. I don't know which one you had first. I just had like the NFL.com up and just had like uh, Philadelphia and the Washington football team <laughs> up there first. Uh, we were kind of talking about pre-show, but uh, Eagles, not a ton of um, <laughs> not a ton of offensive weapons necessarily. Uh, they are the best team of 2012, I would say. They, Oops. Uh, the corpse of Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is 112 years old, I believe. Yep, and those are their wide receivers one and two. Yeah, I don't understand how Deshaun Jackson is like five foot eight and like 140 pounds, roughly. And like he's like his entire thing when he came into the league, like he's fast, he's agile. You can't be fast and agile when you're 45 years old. It just doesn't work that way, unless you're Bo Jackson or something. I don't know. Well, and. I know we don't really get into uh, advanced uh, projections on positions, but I was just looking at like the offensive line 
excuse me, and like Jason Kelsey, center, good. Good, good. Lane Johnson, right tackle, good. good. Mm-hmm. Then I looked at like their uh, – their in their depth chart, like their uh, their second string, they got Nate Herbig, who is the backup left guard. He's also the backup center and the backup right guard. We don't get injured yeah. on the yeah. offensive listen, line. Yeah, listen, man, we're gonna need you to play two positions. <laughs> like not like, a lot of depth there. Uh, you know, well, if I know anything about football, no one ever gets hurt. <laughs> Especially not offensive linemen. They definitely don't get their knees and ankles just shattered every game. Yeah, they never get rolled up on or they don't get cut or anything. Yeah, yeah they don't fun. get, they, you know, getting smashed by a 330-pound man where, who runs a 4-5, that for 60 times a game, easy, light work. Yeah, and the Washington football team is just not good. I, first of all, Washington football team will never be fun. I do uh, – a lot of people have – the Philadelphia Eagles, like coming out of the NFC East, and that really bothers me. No, no fucking yeah. way. They do, man. Not like, like I'm not a we them boys guy. I'm I'm usually I'm I always. You, I, Cody said that he's literally wearing a Dallas Cowboy jersey right now. <laughs> hey, I mean, I am a fanatic. I will I will say that. I also have my son wearing a Vander Esch uh, jersey as well. <laughs> um, he doesn't have a choice because I can dress him and buy his clothes. Um, but, like... Why would you I'm, do that? Why would you do that to your child? A child that you love, you're going to make him be a Cowboys fan. Jerry Jones has to die at some point. Really? Does he? Well, he Does no, he? He might be able to buy more years or, you know, extend his time. But, like, I, I'm always optimistic, but I'm realistic. But, like, this year... We don't have any excuses why we can't be good. We should definitely win the NFC East. And mm-hmm. I know people hate it when you say we, when it's like you're part of the team. But it, I am. It, it does bother me a little bit. Shh. I know. I, I remember when you were the fourth string tight end. Yes. Um, the Cowboys should win the NFC East. Like they're at, at like the Giants. Uh, <laughs> Danny uh, Dimes sucks. Stinks. He stinks. Dwayne Haskins. Not great. S- stinks. Uh, I will say Carson Wentz, good at times, can't stay super healthy. Yeah, and he, he was no, no real offensive weapons. He has a sh- not no depth on the offensive line, as we just found out, which uh, is bad for quarterbacks' health. I am curious to see on the Washington football team. Uh, I want to see Chase Young play. Uh, I, am, I did kind of. Ex- I'm I'm excited to see that just from like a football fan perspective. Not excited to see him. Uh, chasing Break. after Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Yeah. I did, uh, as a person, as I go through our old, our old tapes, I did slander Chase Young a lot. <laughs> and, then, and then I reversed course because he was, turns out he's very, very strong. And then watching like his like, uh, practice tape that like, they put on like, Instagram and stuff, he's going to be really good. <laughs> he's going to be really good. That's not cool. He looks fast and strong. So two things that are good. Not in my world. Give me, give me slow and bad. Well, and like Ryan Kerrigan was, you know, he he's actually pretty decent, and he's he's second, uh, like second string for like left defensive end behind Chase Young. So I mean, yeah. their their defensive yeah. line could be decent. They also have Montez Sweat. 
So <laughs> hell yeah. Montez Sweat sounds like a really awesome nineties R and B singer. I just remembered the I think it's a uh, an old spice commercial and he's like they're talking about sweat and he's like, that's my lad name. <laughs> Like that's, that's all he says. That's all he says. Like his his script in those commercials is fucking hilarious. All right, just don't look at the camera and just say that's my last name, not my last name. Like, damn it, take twenty seven. What other good games? All right, um, so who who are you, ta- who are you taking? Uh, Washington football uh, team or the Eagles? I will be taking the Eagles. I actually uh, I was thinking about this. I think uh, we should do this. We should do a breakdown of the schedule. Like every every like right before the games, you know, whenever we record, and then try to keep track, and we could see which one of us is ahead, of, like halfway through or something like that, and then the loser has to do something terrible, like eat a bunch of black licorice or something. Who's gonna keep track of this? Uh, intern Taylor. Okay, he's got some expert uh, expert Excel skills. Actually, he's been. Uh, I can listen to the. I can hear the podcast he listens to. I don't hear a lot of our voices. Mm. Pretty upsetting. Seems to be getting sports take from some guy, some nerd named Bill Simmons. <laughs> Over these two, or these two mugs? Come on, come on, man. Lucky he's at work right now. But yeah, I'm gonna take the uh, Philadelphia football team. I think they're called the Eagles, which is. Sexist against eagles. Okay. Racist against eagles. Um, you know what? Just for taking? shits, just for shits, I'll I'll take the Washington football team. That's dis- you disgust me. I just want. I mean, just I mean, just so we're opposite on that one. All right, all right, all right. I got the schedule. I got today's schedule pulled up right now. All right, we have Seattle versus Atlanta. We got the Seahawks versus the Falcons in the Battle of the Birds which is like Battle of the Bastards. Uh, good episode. Yeah. Russell Wilson, good at football. Matt Ryan, I think apparently it was at one time good at football. I don't recall. I am going to do the hot take and probably take Seattle. I think I'm also on Seattle. On Seattle. That's probably good. I assume Russell Wilson will do that thing where he throws like six touchdowns in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. Because he's a gypsy. Well, Pete Carroll is usually pretty good about like not letting him throw. Pete Carroll doesn't think 9-11 happened, so ah, god damn it. I might take the Falcons. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna take the Falcons. I hate Pete Carroll. I hope Coach- that I hope that Todd Gurley comes back and plays good again. So I I, I mean it, they all they all they keep talking about for Atlanta is they're like, oh, they have all these uh first round draft picks, like former first round draft picks. Like their whole team is former first round draft picks. So, I mean, they're trying about, to convince me that they're good. That always that always works in the NFL. It's like, well, these, all these players are good. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they will be good. Nope, they stink. Looking at you, Browns. All right, so you got Seattle. I got Atlanta. Next game, we have the New York football Jets at Bill Buffalo Bills Mafia. I'm taking Bills. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a Buffalo Bills game. I uh, just, I'm, what do you think the Bills Mafia, what are they doing since they can't tailgate? Like, are they just, are they not going to let just, them tailgate at all? Or are they just going to like limit? I would, as, I would assume not. Let me see where the game's at. 
Yeah, the game's in Buffalo, which is in New York. And I think New York has pretty stringent laws right now on COVID. So something tells me they ain't tailgating. So if you're a table in a Buffalo Bills Mafia member's house, you need to be on the lookout. You got to keep your head on a swivel today because those guys are going to be going insane. Those guys and gals. Sorry. Everyone can be a football fan. Mm-mm-mm. So who are you taking bills too? Smart. Smart. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. The next game. This was the game I will be watching. We have the Chicago Bears versus the Detroit Lions. You said you were gonna take Atlanta? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to make it uh, I don't know. Try to make a list. I was gonna. I was gonna just sometime during the week. I was gonna listen to this episode and just do an Excel spreadsheet mm. of who we took. I figured we didn't have to do it on the fly, <laughs> or maybe I won't. I don't know. Sometimes I get lazy. All right, Chicago Bears versus Detroit Lions. I'm taking the Lions. I'm also on the Lions. That is uh, that is a game for. I'm gonna be watching that with former uh, former sponsor Cam Schaefer. He's a Lions fan. <laughs> we went to the uh, a couple years ago. We went to the uh, Bears Bears Vikings like game. Like it was like December 29th, and I think winner got into the playoffs. And so the whole crowd was just full of uh, Lions fans, or not Lions fans, uh, Vikings fans. And Cam wore a Detroit Lions Barry Sanders jersey, <laughs> and then proceeded to black the fuck out before the game. <laughs> So he just wore his sunglasses the entire game and was like in a coma in his seat as like Vikings fans were like trying to get him riled up. And it was just like, it was a real weekend at Bernie situation. <laughs> it was hilarious. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going for the lions just for that. So I got Detroit. You got Detroit. Ooh. Ooh, this is a good one. Next game. We got green Bay versus the green Bay pack hairs versus the Minnesota Vikings, both teams that I hate. I'm going to take the team that has Aaron Rodgers, though. Ooh. I think I'm going to take Minnesota. Okay, that's smart. Uh, the cool thing about this today is, or especially around here, <clears throat> every fucking person who cheers the Vikings is my enemy. So I think, um, I think they locked up, uh, or they came to terms with Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, yeah. It's a shitload of money. Friday? Friday they did that Friday, Thursday or Friday, maybe? I don't know, but I know him and Kamara both signed. Like I think they just said like 138. It was 138 million dollars worth of contracts between the two of them. I'm not sure how it's broke up. Hmm. It's like 138.5. A lot of money. If you were a running back this year, you got paid, which is insane to me. I would never pay a running back in the NFL. Yeah. Don't pay him at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say it's like oh no, we got a backup wide receiver that can run too. So yeah, you're taking. I'm taking the Packers. You're taking the Lions. No, Packers, Vikings. Sorry. Yes. I, Aaron Rodgers has a real good time getting hurt against the, the Vikings. So that worries me, especially because he's a, he's a real sad boy nowadays. So I think, I think the Packers are still working on things with, with Matt LaFleur and being that like Devontae Adams was like hurt most of the year last year. Like they haven't, I feel like Minnesota is just continuing to do what they did last year, and now they got Dalvin Cook like locked Happy. in, secured, 
And I guess Ad, I guess Adam Thielen was like kind of hurt last year. He was too. hurt last year. So oh my god, dude, I cannot. This is my favorite thing to do around here is when I'm out watching the games because every single person around here wears a fucking Adam Thielen jersey. And I like to, when they walk by, I like to say out loud, that's not the real Adam Thielen. <laughs> it gets people really upset. I did this at the, uh, the bar outside of, uh, is it U.S. Bank Stadium? Is that where the Vikings play? I think so. I thought it was TCF Bank Stadium, no? It, it might be. I don't fucking know. But right outside their stadium, they have a, a, there's a bar called Eric the Reds. And that was the – I kept doing that to every single person that walked by when we were at Ah, you're right. U.S. Bank Stadium. I don't know what Score TCF one. Bank Stadium is. Where's TC, who's, who's TCF Bank Stadium? Ah, uh, University of Minnesota. Ah, uh-huh. of course, of course. So they played at TCF Bank Stadium while they were finishing U.S. Bank Stadium. While they, were, kill, while they were killing workers and birds, their new stadium. Yes. God, I hate, I hate the Vikings so much. <laughs> I'm going to tell a very embarrassing story from my childhood. So uh, when I was a younger child, around the age of six, I went, to, uh, I went to a daycare in Sioux Falls called Apple Tree. Are you familiar? Follow uh, me to Apple Tree. Yeah, I was actually the voice for that. Follow me to Apple Tree. I was adorable. But uh, when I was there, there were some rough and tumble kids there. Uh, Apple Tree was basically like child prison. Yeah, it's like the so yard. I, yeah, I was say, so the kids that were older than me, they all loved the Vikings. Me, a six-year-old Dallas Cowboy fan, you know what I did to fit in? I claimed myself a Vikings fan. Smart. I had to blend in. I had to blend Smart. in so I didn't get shanked. Meanwhile, I was stealing all the Legos. I was Andy, I was Andy Dufraining the Legos out of that place. Just biding my time, trying not to get murdered. Yeah, so I completely changed my personality and my favorite football team, denounced my favorite football team, just so I didn't get beat up by kids who were like really strong eight-year-olds. Informatism, yes. God, so many fucking bowl, bowl cuts. Everyone was wearing starter jackets. So I had to like, I had a Dallas Cowboys starter jacket and I had to be like, my mom bought this for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking terrible. I think about it quite frequently. I guess so. I also told the people at I also told the people at Apple Tree that I was allergic to peanut butter, <laughs> and so they never fed me peanut butter because I don't know something to do. And I remember one time that my mom came in and because they were forced to believe me, and my mom came in they're like, "Hey, you should probably put on the like application that he's allergic to peanut butter." And my mom was like, "What? <laughs> he's allergic to what? Mom, be cool." <laughs> Yeah, so Mom, I, I got something go. going here. Just, <laughs> yeah, just calm down. All these other nerds are eating PB and J's. I'm getting a delicious cold cut. Yeah, so that was my time at Apple Tree. So, yep, glad we brought that up, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game we got Miami, the Miami Dolphins versus New England Cam. Oh, New England Patriots, not the New England Cams. Mm. New England's gonna win this game by a thousand points. See, the Dolphins are always a tough game for new england it's like the dolphins always play him tough and there's always just some weird play like a like a last second uh you know pick six or uh, a fumble recovery or uh, a blown coverage long touchdown or or they do uh you know they start lateraling it around and they break one at the end of the game or something like miami always plays them tough but i'm with you on this one i i i would like to think that miami could win 
but I think this is Cam's coming out, and he's going to like do good. He's got chips on his shoulder, big time, and he oh. wants to come out and light it up. So, oh, we're we're getting a phone call into the to the TNC premix. Bring, bring. Hello. Oh, it's our good friend, New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick, what are your thoughts on the game? Uh, well, we'll just uh, we're planning on playing today, and um, well, uh, not a lot to say on that. All right, thanks, Bill. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you every week because <laughs> it makes me laugh. <laughs> All right, so we both have, we both had the wow. Patriots. <laughs> Bill didn't have a whole lot. Of, uh, lot to that say. was actually a lot. That was actually almost a like, lot more than. A... <laughs> almost like he wasn't prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that was a pretty good. That's probably what Bill Belichick would actually say because that was him. That was really him, folks. We got the exclusive coverage with Bill Belichick. Much, much like every football player Bill Belichick loves, we're a small, white, undersized podcast. He would be we're, big on us. Yeah. We're a diamond in the rough. We're grit. We're gritty. We're first ones in the gym. We're last one to leave. Real lunch pail podcasters. Bill Belichick loves us. That's why he calls us. All right. Thanks for that, Bill. All right. Next game, we have the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Carolina Panthers, you dumb bitches. <laughs> Where are you going with on this one? I think this I'm going to go of... Las... I think I'm going to go. Let me see where they're playing real quick. Uh, they're playing in – damn it. I was hoping they were playing in Vegas. I'm going to take the Raiders. Is this is their stadium done? I think so. Oh. I, I think. That place looks sweet. Oh, it's, yeah. I'm definitely going to go. It's probably going to be an oven that will be 1,000 degrees because you put a giant oh. black structure out in the middle of a desert. Desert. Yeah. The temperature in Las Vegas is like 110 degrees at 10 in the morning, at 8.30 in the morning. But it's a dry I... heat, so – <laughs> still you can say that all you want folks <laughs> dry heat still hot i bet it's real dry in an oven uh yeah i'm gonna take the las las vegas football raiders because they have a former friend of the podcast jason witten on their team uh, uh i'm gonna go carolina because <laughs> christian mccaffrey is really good he is good at sports oh shit i forgot about that <laughs> i forgot christian mccaffrey was really good that's that's my bad god damn it. and teddy bridgewater uh, he played well last year at the same like it was the saints so is uh is third lead greg still playing for the panthers mm. did greg did greg olson retire i think oh i remember somebody was uh talking about like one of their fantasy drafts with like a bunch of like boomers and they're joking about how they drafted Greg Olson. So I think he's still playing. A bunch of 60 year old members just like Greg Olson. He's one of us. All right. So you, I got the Raiders. You got the, he's a Seahawk. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. That's what it says. Lily, get out of the studio. No. Get out of the studio. Okay. <laughs> what the hell did you buy your dogs on payments oh we <laughs> dropped them off at the border so we, gotta go, we gotta go pick them up today at some point no. yeah, yeah, they'll be fine football's on today sounds like a monday problem anywho oh, so, all uh, right you got the next, raiders i got panthers panthers yep next game we have the indianapolis colts versus the jacksonville jaguars this one's pretty easy the colts are gonna win by ten thousand points yeah i'm in on that too 
Yeah, like by a lot. I've I've been reading about how much the Jacksonville has committed to tanking, and I feel bad because basically every article ends with being like, and Gardner Minshew's their quarterback, really. And that hurts because I like Gardner Minshew, but yeah, not a strong, not a strong team. I feel like uh like T. Y. Hilton, like now that you know, Philip Rivers, all the jokes and like how he's like the perennial, like always, always trailing by a touchdown in the fourth the quarter. Fourth. It's, it's how I know it's Sunday. Yeah. But I feel like Philip Rivers has had a, had a stretch there where his offensive line has not been good. And Indianapolis, the offensive line is good. Strong, Qu- up, strong on plow. Yeah. Quint, Quint Nelson, pretty good. Um, yeah. and then like T.Y. Hilton is, is actually still, I mean, he's older, but he's still really good. And I think that, yeah, I think finally having a quarterback, Phillip Rivers in a good, good spot. Um, yeah. And they're playing Jacksonville. So the, the team <laughs> is trading away all of their talents and yeah, pretty much committing to tanking. So yeah. Phillip Rivers is so happy. He moved to Indianapolis, home of the mayonnaise sandwich because he's bland. <laughs> Ooh, this is going to be – this will be a good one. Next game, we got the Cleveland Browns versus the Baltimore Ravens. I I want to take the Browns, but there's been some uh, – there's been some some stuff around the Browns involving a certain highly known wide receiver who goes by his initials about a certain fetish he might have. And I'm it's really yeah. up our – it's really up our alley. <laughs> I got the Ravens taking a huge dump on Cleveland's chest for this one. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. I don't have any poop puns. Yeah, the, the Browns team, they were real shitty last year. Oh. Uh, I mean, OBJ was looking like a real number two receiver. I heard this year they might, they might put him at a little scat back position. I guess you said you did. I guess you said you didn't have any puns, and you're reading off a list. <laughs> it's just, it's just uh, yeah. What's that one? Yeah, you didn't uh, work in that Cleveland steamer joke in there at all. I think they're going to get steamrolled. Ooh, yes. There we go. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real glass bottom boat situation in, uh, in Cleveland. And if you don't get that pun, look that, look up a glass bottom boat on, uh, on Urban Dictionary. It's gross. OBJ is gross. OBJ is not good anymore. Lamar Jackson is good, really good. I'm going to take the Ravens by a lot. I also am on the Ravens. And we're on. Whoa, we're literally on to Cincinnati. The next game. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're on Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh, Bill, so good to see you. Bill, shouldn't you be preparing? Uh, the next game, we got the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Cincinnati. I'm gonna take Joe Burrow. I want to take Cincinnati too. I, I want to see. I want to see Joe, Joe Burrow come out and light it up. I'm hoping that like AJ Green, like, comes back to be really is, good. Is resurrected and backflips over like seven people. <laughs> that's, that's so weird. You said backflips over because that was the first. I was like, I hope he backflips over someone. I don't remember who that guy was, but I'm pretty sure he was on the Bengals when he backflipped. But yeah, so we both got the Bengals there. That's kind of a that's a, Los Angeles. Who cares about the Chargers? I just can't. Yeah, go back to San Diego or 
just don't go to just go to London. Just go to London. <laughs> go to London. You know, from London, in it, Rev. <laughs> become the lost. Become the London Peaky Blinders, and I'll start cheering for you. All right, next game. Ooh, we got the Battle of the Olds. We got the Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Gronkineers versus New Orleans, New Orleans Saints. I'm gonna take the Saints. I'm on the Bucks here. You're on the Bucks here. I think I, so. I, I just don't know. I don't know if the Bucks had enough time to mesh. And uh, well, as much as I hate Drew Brees and his stupid face, he he's been there a while. It's gonna know. be. I think that's gonna be a good game. Like I said. <clears throat> I do think that the Tampa Bay uh, defense is very, very underrated. And because they played last season, um, <laughs> like on the field for 95% of the time, they're going to be have a little bit more rest and they're going to have Tom putting together those long drives to, to get them uh, that rest. So I feel like that's going to be, a t- that's going to be, it's, it, it sucks for Tom, like trying to come out like after, you know, leaving New England and coming in and trying to make a splash in his first game, he has to play the Saints because it's going to be a tough game. Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston revenge game. Mm, huh? Didn't think about that. Yeah, you didn't think about that, did you? Yeah. That's why. That's why I. That's why I have people like me who think about dumb stuff like that. Yeah, he'll be trying to eat W's on the bench at bet. <laughs> God, Jameis Winston, you're embarrassing, but I love you. All right, so you got the Bucks. I got the Saints. Next game, we have the Arizona Cardinals versus your Super Bowl runner-ups, the San Francisco 49ers. I'm going to take the 49ers by this one. As much as we talked about our South Dakota boy on the Cardinals, Kyler Murray is still four foot tall. Yeah, I mean, he's got DeAndre Hopkins now, but I'm with you. I think the 49ers win this game. Uh, Yeah, Kyle Shanahan's just a wizard, and they're just better. (laughs) They're just better. What's going to be awesome is during this game, if the 49ers look bad at all, I will be texting our sponsor. I'm like, man, your team looks really bad. And he will fall victim to my trap. (laughs) (laughs) He he will fall apart immediately. All right. Now here's the most important game of the day, folks. In Inglewood, California, we have America's team, the Dallas Cowboys versus the stinky Los Angeles Rams. I think we're both on the Cowboys here. Yeah, 100%. Dak Prescott's going to come out and embarrass Skip Bayless for calling him a pussy for having depression. Yeah, fuck Skip Bayless for that, by the way. We will be a firm fuck Skip Bayless podcast. Fuck that guy. That, I mean, we were always before, but even more so now. Like, yeah, just, say, definitely just on a, a fuck very, Skip Bayless. Like, Skip Bayless, fairly notorious for... Uh, Sucking. Bad takes, like bad taste in takes. Um that one was really bad. <laughs> like if Shannon, every, Sharp, Shannon Sharp was like trying to do everything he could to like dig Skip back out of that no. hole. He's like, stop, 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 please. The fact, like, I think Shannon Sharp was a second away from just tackling Skip Bayless to be like, you got to shut the fuck up. This is. He's like, uh, man, you're saying things that you should not yeah. be saying right now. They're really, the only way that could have got worse is if Skip Bayless got racist old man at the end. Like there was. Uh, he did everything bad. He skips like talking about how his childhood, like granted, I guess he had a somewhat broken home and like, like alcoholism in his family. And like, yes, I guess he had it a little tough too, but like he was just like making it about himself and saying that he was able to get through it. And that more or less, like you just can't let depression affect you and stuff like that. And it's like, well, like a lot of people, there's a stigma with talking about it. And like, 
Dak Prescott was like, hey, yeah, I mean, I, I lost my brother. Like, we're Two suicide. Middle, yeah, we're Two in the middle. Suicide. Yeah, we're in the middle of like this this quarantine. Like, it's a worldwide pandemic. Like, it's it's a lot yeah. of bad stuff going on. Like, yeah, like I I I got depressed. You know, I I got I got down. You know, I was able to talk talk to people and get through it. And you know, I'm in a better spot now. And Skip's like, yeah, you can't do that. You show weakness. You can't you can't be a leader of men and show weakness. And it's like shut Bayless. fuck up. <laughs> yep. So in the what we'll call the Skip Bayless Bowl, I got the Cowboys winning by a lot. I'm really hoping Aaron Donald doesn't shatter a bunch of Cowboys players because <laughs> Aaron Donald is what we like to call a large truck yeah, full of muscle and hatred. And he's very fast. Yeah. I'm hoping um, Cowboys uh, establish a good passing offense early and they, they have three uh, pretty good wide receivers between Gallup Cooper and CD lamb. So I think, uh, Remember they have more the, weapons. Remember when the Steelers had like uh, Antonio Bryant? Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown. God damn it. Martavis Bryant? <laughs> Quit throwing names at me. Well, they had, like, they had like three really good receivers. They called them like the Bugatti boys or whatever because they're all fast. Do you remember this? Am I making this up in my brain? I don't. All right. Regardless, irregardless, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good name for the Cowboys receivers. I don't have any prepared off the top of my head. I'm going to go with the big dippers. Uh, Cause they're stars. Yes. I'll accept that. I don't know. Here comes the, I'm, I'm accepting that. How do God damn. You're so quick off the cuff today. Must've got, must've gone from Bill Belichick. So we both have, we both uh, have, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I don't know if we have Dallas on our schedule. I don't, I don't really care to comment. <laughs> I was just like, uh, Dak Prescott's a real good receiver. Yeah, we're we're looking at Miami today. All right, all right. Uh, God damn, who won the Super Bowl last year? I might have been drunk. The Chiefs, dude. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. I knew that. I was definitely. I was just fucking around. <laughs> all right. So that's all of Sunday's games. We'll not talk about what I just said right there. Um, Monday. We have two Monday night football games, as is the tradition uh, for the opening week. Uh, the first game, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the New York football Giants. The Steelers are going to win because Ben Roethlisberger is back. He's looking fatter than ever. And I love him. I hate two, him, but I love him. There's two games on Monday? Yep. What's the other game? Uh, the Tennessee Titans versus the Denver Broncos. Oh, shit. I didn't have that on this scrolling page. But, yeah, I'm going to take Pittsburgh on that. Um, Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think Big Ben being back, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster was having, um, I think, a tough time last year, like with, you know, between Duck Hodges trying to throw him (laughs) balls and and Rudolph, like, trying not to have Miles Garrett smash his face off um i think with ben being back and supposedly ben like lost some weight he's in better shape and still fat yeah so yeah i think pittsburgh uh wins this one listening back listening back to the forever treat episode trevor did say that i have ben roethlisberger's size combined with cam newton's brain maybe the best and worst compliment i've ever gotten it's accurate (laughs) it really was that's what hurt the most (laughs) but yeah the next game the tennessee titans versus the denver broncos I'm going to take the Titans. We have some very bad news about Von Miller. He's probably done for the season. I heard that. Yeah, he's. Uh, turns out your foot is important to running. 
and he doesn't have one anymore. So I'm also on ten, uh, Tennessee for this one. Yeah, they're going to be. They got Jadavian Clowney, right? Yep, yep. Like a one-year $15 million contract or something like that. Uh, if you if you guys don't remember Jadavian Clowney, treat yourself to watching him beheading that guy when he was at University of South Carolina. That will, will get you amped up for football. Him absolutely breaking that Michigan running back's face like eight yards behind the line is such a good video. <laughs> I watched that game live. I celebrated like I had did something well. But yeah, I as much as I love Drew Locke, he is a confirmed friend of the TNT Dojo. Uh, he sings rap music, which I like. But uh, yeah, Tennessee's going to win that one. So there you go, folks. If you are somehow going to get this episode before the late games go on, bet everything we just said. That I said. That I said. That I said. We're actually uh, we're we're planning on playing Miami today, so. Uh, I can't, God, I can't do Bell Belichick. I've been practicing a lot too. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I'm not even gonna try. Yeah, but there's, uh, there's your Sunday breakdown, folks. A lot of hot takes. Yeah, you know, what are we have for time? Do we go? Do we go long? I think we're there. I think we're there. Right, I mean, I if, unless there. unless you got anything else, I think that's a good place to uh, wrap it up. We got oh. through the games, and that's gonna give you a a good uh, 45 minute power period to crush some hard Celsius maybe and get amped up for the games now, your boy is gonna go take a shower he's gonna shave his beard and head keep myself clean maybe brush my teeth got that coffee running through me i might uh might go watch some games might have a couple Celsius. i don't know feeling loose i haven't done anything in roughly seven days so getting a little antsy in my pantsy but uh, i think that's is that episode lc 43 shout out lake county yeah yeah, Hell that yeah. is. Uh, I think that'll do it for episode forty-three. Excited? Let's go football. Football, football's back. We just did forty-two episodes without football, just so we could make it to here. This is what we all wanted, folks. You wanted hot and ready takes from two experts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll try to be more prepared next time. We'll have our. We'll have our. Uh, we'll have our schedule breakdown out before the games get played. <laughs> It was a tough time. I was in quarantine. Cody's, Cody's working 23 hours a day. We did not have the sauce for a couple days. I was low. Shout out Dak Prescott. But let's go. Let's start this Super Bowl Dallas Cowboys season off right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once again, if I said anything wrong, I will not be held responsible. I can't believe I forgot the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Also, if you need some lift skis, go to waterfrontindustries.com. Tell Jim we sent you. Hugs and kisses on my cats and kittens. XOXO. See you folks later. Bye.